How are we doing? Doing great. Good. Good to see you all. Thanks for being here. Anyone else have a question they want to bring to our Time Hacker experts? It could be anything around time, anything around hustle, anything around holidays, anything around decisions, anything around failure. Yes, Veronica. Uh, is it Veronica or Veronica? Yeah, maybe I can help you. Does that help? Okay, so if you hover over the bottom of the left screen, there should be like a little microphone that says mute. Okay, hopefully, can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you. Okay, good stuff. Sorry, clearly a Zoom three years into uh, uh, this this world we live in, it's too difficult to operate for me still. Thank you so much. I, I would just manage to, to finish and that's my last call for work. <laughs> so I jumped on the call. Um, uh, and uh, thank you so much for, for you know, this uh, space and the community because I've been enjoying it massively and I've learned so much uh, already. Um, it, it has been an incredible journey. Um, I think what, what the question I wanted to bring to, to the, the, all the lovely and smart people on the call is um, I have been trying to be a bit more intentional with um, how much time I spend on things basically uh, is, is just like, you know, that 80, 20 almost, as opposed to trying to go for a, you know, perfect kind of every single time. Like, you know, I don't know. I, I think something I struggle a lot with, I run a lot of workshops at work and I kind of uh, have a mental model of how I would like to have like, you know, the actions and the kind of the notes, the key takeaways written up uh, afterwards. And I just say to myself, okay, this time I'll just, you know what, I have half an hour for this now, I'll, I'll just do it, uh, then that's good, um, yeah, and uh, I'll, I'll send it whatever shape it is in, half an hour in, still haven't, you know, like, still, like, three quarters in, and I, I'm just, you know, uh, continuing as, as normal. So, uh, any thoughts on that would be helpful. Yeah, yes, Madeline. Yeah, so... This is definitely something that I struggle with, spending more time on things than I would like them to take or that I plan for them. And one of the things that has really helped is to be more realistic or be more generous in the time that I am allotting for it, as opposed to like beating myself up that like I blocked off half an hour and at the end of half an hour, I don't feel remotely ready like to be like, oh, actually, you know, based on past experience, it, I think I actually need like three hours to do this thing. <laughs> and, or, you know, whatever it is for you. Um, but that if in if I start with like giving myself like a a more generous amount of time and get it done that way, in the end, there's a better result than trying to like squeeze it into this concept of this should just take less time or like being a time hacker, I should spend less time on that. Like that doesn't, doesn't really work for me because it leads to like so much self-criticism. And so that's the way that I have gotten, like moved forward with it and been so much kinder to myself, which creates more motivation to actually get things done. Yes. Deadlines are a tool for us. We are not a tool for them. It's such a beautiful example, Madeline. And I even think it applies, I would apply all of that to like goals as well. Same. Yeah. Well, I was thinking of the coaching you just gave me recently, which was, are you an employee of the goal? And I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> Let's change that.
Yeah, so good. Thank you. Um, Fashak, I had you, uh, so you, and then Zil will come to you. Yeah, I mean, I, I was laughing so hard because this is still one of the things that I think so challenging for me. <laughs> Just like three days ago, I was journaling and I said, like, I need to, I want to be a little bit more careful with that because I also tend to give myself like one hour for a task I want to do. And if it doesn't get done, I... I still so often just make it mean like I should have planned better. I know better. I should have tech, like hacked it somehow. And I think what has been working for me is either asking myself, like, first of all, do I really need to do this? Like, does it bring value? Because I realize I do so many things just for the sake of working, being productive. And so many things in the last month, I've been kind of saying, like, I actually don't need to do this. I can ask somebody or just it doesn't need to get done at all has been a time-saving hack for me I think like mm. like crazy and then I'm still working on this one but it's getting easier and better every day <laughs> is that if I set like a generous amount of time let's say it's two hours for this thing and it really did not I did not finish it like 100% but I'm just going to still send it. And like, this is it. This is done. And I'm still fighting with that. But like, when I do it, it works really well. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like training your brain to honor the times that you have and not just being all, you know, it's like sitting in the consequences, isn't it? Not just being all willing to always add time and balancing that with um, like, I think what we want to remember with any decision is, we're making the decision to gather data. So the decision of like, this is gonna take 30 minutes. The data we might gather is that this isn't gonna take 30 minutes or the data that we might gather, like Bashak said is, this can take 30 minutes, but only if I remove these three elements. So do I mm-hmm. want to remove those three elements? So such great stuff. Zil, you are up. Yes, that what you ladies said was amazing coaching on the action line, right? What to do. But here's what I'm wondering and curious about. So I put your, you know, story in the model here. Your circumstances, the task you have to do after the workshop, there is a thought. And the thought is, this time, I'll do it faster. And my question to you is, how do you feel when you think that thought? Because the result that thought is creating is, it's taking longer. So how do you feel when you think this time you'll be quicker? Uh, pressured, quite honestly. Pressured. Okay. Yeah. So here, Veronica, I want to show you, you know, shed some light on this. When we feel pressured, what do you think is going to happen with the task? Um it's going to create friction for me to actually complete it right and um uh-huh. and I, I think i it, like in the end i think uh I, and when i'm in the kind of flow of doing it i don't mind and and i almost like take joy in in doing that to a certain uh, uh level uh i think it's it's just i'm at the you know in the back of my head i still like kind of oh my gosh you know i should have been able to do this you know in that half an hour because it's ridiculous to take an hour to write up stupid uh <laughs> you know points after workshop or whatever else it's just like is this the best of use of my time that's that's kind of the the thought process behind all of it 
Um, yes. So listen, listen to what you just said, right? Even when you are in flow, even when your brain wants to get in flow, you are in a lot of judgment. It should, you know, this is stupid or it should have been faster or it's still taking an hour. So that's a lot of judgment. And that judgment brings the resistance to you that will create the friction. And then instead of flow, it's, you know, resistance. And then it takes longer. Thank you. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. What would be like for you to drop the judgment and to just observe those thoughts as they show in your brain while you're doing the task? What would that look like for you? Yeah, even what, what uh, Madeline said around, you know, you could just be more generous and allocate more time to it. I had that like, oh, I could, could do that. <laughs> you know, I could, uh, it, it yeah. feels so much lighter, right? Uh, to just, you know, admit to myself that is important to me and uh, maybe it it is okay to take longer to do it, you know? Uh, yeah, I love that. I love that. How does that make you feel when you're like, yes, I'm doing this and it's okay if it takes longer. What's the feeling? Oh, yes. It's it's almost like the, the kind of the weight has shifted uh, from, you know, like here inside the body. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And what do you think is going to happen over time once you let it be and just, you know, let your hair down and I'm shaking as long as it takes? What do you think happens over time? Uh, hopefully uh you know i i will be able to uh take uh also the other two questions from vicky and bashak around you know do i really need to do this or uh, you know like are there certain things i i can just skip maybe to get it down mm -hmm. to to uh how long i've kind of planned for um yeah and and hopefully you know through doing it with less friction and just focusing on the flow i can also uh, complete it you know in in one chunk and and get it done and over yeah. with yeah so my experience with writing emails to my list or to my clients was that it took so long at first and i didn't want to do it i was like this is so dumb this is so stupid i don't want to be you know here for an hour and a half to write one email and it wasn't until i'm like it's gonna take however long it's going to take and let's celebrate you. Let's celebrate you still sitting down and writing, right? And that process of celebrating myself and allowing it to take as long as it was going to take led me to today being able to write an email in 10 minutes if I want to, 20, wow. right? Dropping from like 90 minutes, 90 plus minutes wow. to, oh, I can really write quickly now but the process of watching the thoughts allowing myself to be in flow dropping judgment that's and doing it right that's what took me to now having the result of it taking last time yeah thank you it's so fun to see that that the brain thinks saying something like I have to do this faster is in service of you doing it faster and it thinks like oh I'm going to let this take as long as it wants is going to slow you down and that example for all of us whatever we put whatever circumstance whatever situation we're thinking about whenever we say I have to do this faster it's like jumping diving into that quicksand and being like I'm choosing this 
So that's the power. Thank you for everyone. Um, Thank you. Of coaching and owning, like exactly like the balance there. We speak about it in Time Hackers, the bicycle of like dealing with what's going on with the brain and dealing with like the actions that we're going to take and moving both of them to get us out of the quicksand fastest. So thank you so much, Veronica, for that. Thank you. Yeah. So um, I have realized the time. So if anyone needs to leave, then feel free to. But I would like to take an extra 10 minutes and just have everyone maybe share, um, maybe share, let's think. I would love for you to share what you would say to the version of you. Like for anyone watching who's thinking like, I'm interested in time hackers or I'm interested in getting coached from a time hacker coach. Um, but, and, and I'm going to start with Madeline here because this is where she was two years ago in Hustle Free. She, she joined Hustle Free. We offered consult calls, which we're offering again this year. So you can get on and speak with us about doing the work together. And then you decided I'm going to wait. Like I'm going to do it, but I'm definitely going to do it soon. Um, so what would you say now to that version of yourself? Yeah, well, you know, I decided I definitely wanted to do it. I saw the value. It was felt like it was going to help me solve the problem that I had, but I didn't want to make the investment at that moment. Like I was just like, I cannot um, make this investment in December. And it was something that Vicky coached me on in the consult call. And I'm so grateful for that because, you know, she told me like, it's never, there's never going to be a better time where it feels more comfortable. But I still like I stuck with my decision. But what I did is I put a date on the calendar for, you know, the first I think it was the first week of January, but I put a, a date on my calendar, like join time hackers. And then that date came up. And I was like, Oh, I still don't want to spend the money. <laughs> and And it still felt really uncomfortable. But I had committed to doing it. And so instead of like negotiating on, do I really need this? Like, maybe I should wait longer. I remembered the coaching that Vicky had given me. And I was just like, oh, right. It's not going to get more comfortable by waiting. And so I joined that day. And and so, you know, I think when I, I have compassion for myself back then, you know, for thinking like it'll be easier to do it in, you know, three weeks or however many weeks it was from then. Um, and today I know like the decision doesn't get easier with time. Like you can always talk yourself into or out of a decision that th this was like my favorite way to waste time is to like flip-flop on decisions and argue the, you know, like, the pros and cons or the like benefits of each side. And so one of the things that really has changed is my capacity to just feel uncomfortable and make the decision, make the decision anyway. Yes. It's funny because we've spoken about discomfort around rest and discomfort around space. And it's like, I think it ties into the same thing where we're making decisions to support ourselves or help ourselves. And we expect it to feel amazing straight away. And when it doesn't, we're like, Oh, like I still want to avoid it, even if I want it. So that's a really fun share. And I just love your past self that got you here and everything that you've achieved in the last two years and that now that you are on this expert panel, I think it's such a fun story. Thanks. 
Thanks, Madeline. Who wants to go next and share anything? I will. Yes. So I, um, I think I wrote in, uh, but I got an email back saying, just, just a thought, what is going to make the time right? And it was a really good question for me because I realized that, well, there's going to feel no right time because the level of discomfort for me to invest in myself without knowing what the outcome was going to be and without knowing 100% what I was entering, but it felt so good in my experience. That gap, that bit that was missing for me, that self-trust really, which is what it was all about, was really really challenging <laughs> and so when I asked myself well that you know there's never what would make it a right time I concluded that there isn't such a thing it just simply doesn't exist for me and it was going to be a choice about whether I was going to allow myself to invest in myself uh, it was then so simple I just did it and the discomfort was temporary because the discomfort lasted for as long as I didn't I chose that I was going to stay not doing it because I already wanted to do it. I'd already made the decision and I was just beating myself up about it really just by saying, oh, I'm going to leave it a bit longer. Anyway, yeah, it was um, it was very, very helpful to ask myself the question, when will, will there be a right time? Because mm -hmm. I just don't know. For me, it's about self-trust and going the, the whole way. I to myself if I was back there I'd go just you know go for it <laughs> trust yourself it's actually quite simple yeah and I love that question because it applies to everything I think this narrative that we're taught about timing and the right time and how often are we delaying what we know we want because of this like supposedly it's another way of perfectionism the right <laughs> time is just perfectionism and fancy dress yeah yeah Thank you. Thanks, Mary. Anyone else want to share? Yeah. I will. Oh, sorry, Zill. <laughs> okay, Zill. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think the thing that delayed me from joining was very much um, thinking that I didn't have the time. So that's what I would address is, yeah, is that I'll do this when I get to this point and I have more time. And I think that was very much tied in with my thinking that it would be not necessarily hard, but it would be work, that it would be, you know, I'd need to like create time to do the work. And I think what I would go back and say is that, that well, the fact that you think that you don't have time is the reason to do it now, <laughs> but also that it doesn't take time and that actually that, it, that it's easy. That I think that's um, the thing that I just think is so valuable that the, the program and the modules are so bite-sized and they're so... In, like immediately impactful and so easy to implement and especially the the first one that is about like how to get the most out of the program and that's just been so impactful for me and in, in I've applied that to so many other things just that alone is so valuable and I think that's I would go back and tell myself that it doesn't take time now is the time to do it and actually it, it will be easy it will be fun and it will be supportive um so yeah I love that. Thank you. And I also think like on that point, I think a lot of programs sell themselves or sell you on the idea that you have to do everything to produce results. Um, and that's like not what we do in this program. You don't have to do things that don't serve you. We have 
the different, you know, we have the one-to-one coaching, the group coaching, the modules, the private podcast, the bonuses, the Facebook community. And it's like a pick and mix, right? You get to choose whatever suits you. The reason we have the different things, even though they're all in bite-sized form, is so that, yes, you can do them all. And also, like, I love what you shared, Sarah, about, like, the first module. Like, what if that is, like, the thing that's going to change a month the most instead of having to complete it all? So thank you for that. Such a good point. And if you don't have time, that's the reason to do it. (laughs) Zill. Yes, mine is along the line of Sarah's, which is, you know, I would tell my past self, this is going to create more time for you, right? And time is money. So whenever there is resistance around, you know, investing or the time it's going to take, and it's true, right? Our brain wants to protect ourselves. And there are programs out there that might not be worth your time and money. So your brain, you know, automatically will put, you know, put up those walls to protect you. So I would tell my past self, you waited too long. Like you could have, you created more time and more money. Like, you know, if you had joined already, like before you waited too long, I think that's what I would tell my past self. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I think when we make decisions, we tend to make them based off of like the information in front of us and not like the opportunity cost of like, what not making that decision you know could the impact could be so I love that point so thank you Basha Basha I mean I think what others are like it's, like, it's one of the main things for me if this indeed brings more money and space and everything else for me um but I would also tell myself that like how everything is tied to our relationship with time it's literally everything and life is too short to not to have time for our family hobbies and just enjoying our lives Mm -hmm. yes yes thank you life is too short to not have time for what we we value what we want I love that so much yeah, I mean, a big motivation for me. It's funny, I didn't realize it till later, like till after Time Hackers was created and I really started to think about why was it, it was always going to be time for me and why was that? Um, I even bought this website years ago called like the 15 minute method or 10 minute method where I was going to change your life 10 minutes a day. I never did anything with it. It was like in 2016, but it was funny how it was always about time and when I was young in school, I volunteered with the elderly and it was like going and spending so much time with people that were regretful of the way that they spent their time. It just was like, this is just not okay. And I think what we're taught by society about how to spend our time and how and the relationship we're taught to have with time that is so um, scarce and, you know, fear-based and not enough and limited and of course drives hustle which is what we're all here you know in hustle free holidays to speak about like this is this is the work you know this is it our life is made up of time it's our most valuable and precious resource and no one teaches us how to heal that relationship so that we have the space and the impact that we want so I love that thanks special And I mean, adding up to that, I think it's like, I would tell myself also, it's not your fault that you're struggling with time. 
it's the whole construct it's like the whole conditioning that we were <laughs> conditioned basically and hacking time is also possible for you because you have just the human brain mm. yeah yes i love that hacking time is possible for you because you have a human brain so good and i just think it's fun that you've got to meet everyone today who started and they've so generously shared where they started what they've learned on the journey where they are now what they've created and the fun thing is for for everyone that you've heard from today is like and we're just getting started because like i mean we've created a program that's lifetime access for a reason so that we never have to like go back and forth on the decision of like should i stay should i go it's like that upfront investment that upfront decision that allows you to get support around this area so going forward so I love that um I also do want to if people want I would love to give you all the opportunity to tell people um about you or how they can connect with you obviously we're all in the hustle free holidays Facebook group so maybe if you've been on the panel you can just drop in a message there and say like hey and maybe everyone share one big takeaway and maybe the experts can start leading the way and then everyone can do and we'll get people in the replay to do it too um, but I also want to give you guys the opportunity to say a little bit about you and the work that you do, it, if it feels supportive for you. Yeah, anyone? Yes, Zill. Yeah, so I'm a coach. I'm a life and business coach. I help coaches and entrepreneurs to grow their businesses. And if the business is already big enough, that is time to scale. I help them to scale as well. So my work is all around mentality, mindset, and strategy. So the combination of both helps people have a more balanced life, balanced life and business while they grow their businesses, put their work out there, and make more money. And you can find me on Instagram at Zill Coaching. That's where I hang out. Hang out on Instagram. Yay. Thank you, Zill. Yeah, you're welcome. Love your work. Sarah? Thanks, Vicky. Yeah, so I, um, I'm also a coach. I'm a life coach, a general life coach. So I support people with any and all areas of their lives and to make their whole lives better, to have a better experience and get more of, the, of the, what they want out of life. Um, and apart from in the Facebook group, then you can find me on LinkedIn, which is where I, I hang out most. So I'm at Sarah Hall Coaching. If you want to find me there. Yay, thank you, Sarah. Such valuable work in the world. Um, Madeline, you're up next. I'm a communication coach. I help people grow their confidence and their communication skills at work. And you can find me on LinkedIn or um, um, my website, madelineschwartzcoaching.com. And I shared lots of tips and tools to build your communication skills in 10 minutes a day. Such a time hack. Mary? Yeah, hi. I'm a coach in development. <laughs> I'm just about to certify and I am a grief and growth coach. So I'm around on Instagram under Mary Talbot Coach. You'll find me there. Amazing. And Bashak, I know. So I also know some of you also have day jobs aside from coaching and Bashak, I, I know that maybe you don't have your own business right now, but also if there's anything that you want to share, then go ahead. I do actually have my side business 
because <laughs> ah, I thought we'd put that on hold with the job. On hold for now. But okay. I think but I we'll use the platform out there because it's one of the things that Time Hackers opened space for me. Yeah. Really, because I was already coaching for women who have optimism. Because I think for me, the stress around time and what is the potentially the worst case scenario is one of the main factors that caused me to have a feeling condition myself. And being a time hacker, I actually improved my own health tremendously. So yeah, now I help women to achieve the similar things. And I have a holistic approach. Um, and I have a PhD in women's health as well. So that's the... The dream that I'm building right now so yeah <laughs> amazing thank you well thank you all for your time your most precious resource your wisdom your experience your vulnerability we appreciate every single one of you um yes biggest takeaway I can be non-judgmental with myself about how much time I spend doing things and can be generous with my time when planning my days yes so good if anyone wants to share their big takeaways in the Facebook group I encourage our experts to pop there with their big takeaways and uh, just thank you all have a wonderful evening afternoon morning wherever you are um thank you everyone bye Hey, if you want to get five hours a week back minimum for life, then I want to invite you to join Time Hackers. It's this podcast on speed where you'll get access to time hacking tools not shared on the podcast. You'll get access to my proven process for hacking your time to get five hours back every week at least. It's also my favorite place to hang out and will be yours too, as you connect with other time hackers, where you'll get celebrated, supported, and coached, of course. You are a time hacker. This is where you belong. Head to vickilouise.com forward slash group. I can't wait to see you there.